Blanco to here. You're listening to Free Game Podcast. Yo, it's the Banger Slinger. You're listening to the Free Game Producer Podcast. It's Deborah Manis Gardner from DMG Clearances, and you are listening to Free Game Podcast. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Mafia, holding it down with the Free Game Podcast. Make sure you check it out. What up, though? This is the Free Game Producer Podcast, episode 109. My name is Brian Andre, and here in the Great Matter Collective Studios with me, I've got London Elixir, the dopest show producer in the land. How you doing, young lady? Hey, you ain't shout out Columbus this week. You usually be like the dopest producer out of Columbus, Ohio. Well, I ain't I getting none of that love. Every week, though. Oh, okay. Excuse me. I, I got used out to Detroit it. Every week. I don't say Detroit every you week. You say what up, though? That's basically a Detroit shout out. Yeah, but it's cool. It's but, all good. You know, it's all okay, good. Columbus, Ohio. All right. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Let's have us in football. So I know. That's why you don't be wanting to say it. That's why I like when you say it. You know what I'm saying? It's anyway. We we here, you know what I'm saying. Uh, Will Powers here. He just kind of ran out real quick. He you will hear his voice in about uh, ten minutes on our uh, dope interview. We had a really really dope yeah, interview today with uh, Stroud out of Grand Hustle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Hustle Gang. Really really dope interview, man. He produced for Ti, Young Dro, Trey Songs. You know a lot of people, and, on, and yeah. he got a lot of game. You know to, to give y'all. So check that out in a few minutes. I do want to say, uh, how you doing today? You doing I'm good? I'm good. I'm good today. Yep. How about pretty you? Good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, we got uh, Malik, the banger slanger, engineering today, and this is a good day for him because, uh, well, you get this podcast on Monday. This is uh, Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. J- January thirty first. Uh, Yellow Wolf dropped a uh, um, a freestyle today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's produced. By the banger slinger himself, you know hey. what I'm saying, in the studio. How you doing? Get on the microphone. Just say what's up. <laughs> what up? Now, the, the um, let me pull it up, because it's called uh, uh, the song Freestyle for Trump Music 3. How did that come about, Malik? How did that production come about on that song? Um, So it's crazy, because... That came about completely by accident. Um, I think I know the story because I watched it happen, I think. Yeah. I'll let you go ahead and say it. So I was just doing my thing, just kind of trying to um, network and um, really market myself on Instagram. And I put out a beat video and Will reposted it. And let me just say something first, though, about that. Okay. Malik, like, especially in December, you were like, the first person here early in the morning, last person here at night, helping everybody out. Like, you were running sessions. You would help me with my sessions with my artists. You would do be doing Sky sessions. And you would, just, you would run to the store to get uh, juice for somebody. If they, like, you would do everything. And yeah. you would still find time to make beats every day. So yeah. for y'all listening out there, dedication is going to get you somewhere. Because this dude had every reason to just kind of slack on him making beats. Because he was doing everything else. But he stuck with making beats. So... One day he was making beats and then he put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I put that beat on Instagram and Will reposted it. And then so I was just chilling one night and I didn't know that he reposted it. And Will called me like, "Yo, Yellow wants that beat." And I'm like, "What beat are you talking about?" I didn't because I didn't see the post. And he was like, "That beat you posted." I reposted it. So I went and looked at it. Yellow was in his comments and he was like, "Yo, I need that beat." Um, so that was dope. But he didn't take it that. Um, that night and okay. so we were trying to figure out you know we were trying to contact him and stuff but you know he must have been busy had other stuff going on mm-hmm. so I kind of forgot about that Okay. then fast forward a couple days a couple well yesterday actually Will like brings his phone to me and shows me 
um, a text from Yellen. He was like, yo, I smashed that beat. I murdered it. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay, that's dope. <laughs> but then he told me, that's your beat. I was like, what? So, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so he sent us the stems and we mixed it, did some drops in the beat. Um, we sent it back to him last night nice. and it dropped this morning. Dope, man. Well, yeah, and, and uh, I don't know if it's still being in Yellow Wolf bio, but you can look at Yellow Wolf on Facebook. Uh, I'm sorry, on YouTube. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's in his bio right now. Yes, yeah, it's, you know it's in my bio as well. And give him the title again. Um, Jesco, Jesco White. Jesco White Freestyle by Yellow And yeah, he did snap. I mean, you know, imagine when Yellow first came out on, on trunk music, rapping over those kind of trappy kind of trunk music beats. You know what I'm saying? This is that kind of vibe. I saw a lot of the comments on his page where his fans were like, yeah. this the old yellow, this the old yellow, going crazy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he did snap, this is dope beat, and this, you part of history now, big fella. Yeah. So, congrats on that, man. Just wanted thank to kind of get you. your perspective on that, you know what I'm saying? The banker slanker in the building, understand <laughs> me? For sure, for sure, for sure. That's dope, man. Um, What else been going on? London, what's going on with you this past week? Ooh, this past week, uh, working with... You got a new, a, a new uh, song dropped on Monday, right? Yeah, every Monday. New beat just dropped on Monday. Which one dropped this week? This one was called Fat Burger. It's actually like a West Coast beat inspired by Ice Cube's Friday beat from nice. back when Friday dropped. Nice. So. I like the creativity with, with, with your drops. You, you are creative in your music Mondays as far as how you uh, theme your beats. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was just kind of like, because this is my first month doing all the beats on streaming. So I just kind of wanted to hit each like region, I guess, with the first month before I like start like sticking to a certain sound. But um, outside of that, huh? Yeah, took it to the West Coast because I've already been to like New York, the South, and of course, your favorite, Detroit, Midwest. So yeah, man, outside of that, working with a few different artists right now. So working on a couple EPs and um, two singles with like four different people so it's been like boom and boom work listen yeah. free game y'all get to work you know what i'm saying don't complain about like opportunities make your own opportunities you know what i'm saying Facts. you might you may not be able to go work with beyonce tomorrow but you can work with riri down the street that's dope you know what i'm saying and riri money just like y'all will hear Strauss say later like riri money spend just like beyonce money like you, you know go. money a dollar is a dollar there you so go. go get it there you go so yeah new releases this week um my favorite so far is uh, Boogie from Shady mm-hmm. Records from Compton. You know what I'm saying? It's called Everything's for Sale. Shout out to our um, our uh, podcast friend, Street Runner, and, yeah. uh, and Tariq. They yeah. were on our 100th anniversary episode, and they mentioned this song coming out because it's a song they did with Eminem. And, uh, it's called Rainy Days and Boogie. So that's on there. Shout out to Kiel, Mark Raggio, Ryan Feinberg, C. Ballin, James Teej, Dart, uh, Nabian. Yo, Nabian. I'm hunting you down. I want to get him on the show. Because I, I did my research and I found out you produced that G Perico record that I love so much, Get My Stacks. And I got to get you on the show. He's real dope. I'm going to be in your DMs probably tonight. But, uh, Paul. Uh, Ashton. That's crazy. Ashton McCrate and Mario Luciano all produced on Boogie Everything's for Sale. Shout out to that. And Dreezy, uh, Big Dreezy had an album come out um, this past week. Shout out to the producers on there. Southside. Take a Day Trip, Pierre Bourne, T. Romano, Xerius, and uh, O.G. Parker, uh, Bongo Ca- and Cassio, G. Rye and Romano, DJ Swish, Akil and Henry, Diesel, and London on the track is on there. So shout out to those projects. Check them out. You know what I'm saying? We always shout out producers. Um, that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, I did want to shout out um, Busby, friend of the show. Yeah. Busby, uh, dope producer in, like, the pop world, country world. He's got a new joint venture with Warner Brothers. It's 
I love artist development. I know Willpower does too. He believes in artist development. It's a center called uh, Altadena. It's like an A&R artist development company. That's, he partnered with Warner Brothers for this. It's pretty groundbreaking, I think. A whole like facility where they like do everything from publishing, songwriting, the whole the whole nine. Shout out to him, man. That's real dope. You know what I'm saying? So you might want to find out how you can be a part of that. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're an artist coming up or a songwriter coming up, you know what I'm saying? Yep, free game. Shout out to that. But yeah, without further ado, though, we're going to get into this beat break first. And then we got a dope interview with Stroud. You know what I'm saying? So. This is Free Game Podcast. To the free game producer podcast, we got a very, very special guest in the building. Dope producer, I've listened to his work over the years. He's produced for artists like T.I., Young Dro, Trey Songs, to name a few. The whole Grand Hustle Camp. We got Stroud in the building. How you doing, sir? I'm good. What about yourself, man? Blessed, man. Blessed. So wonderful, thankful wonderful. to have you in the building, man. Yes, sir. Yes, Glad sir. to be here. This dope, is dope. dope producer. I'm stoked right now, man. I'm gonna yeah. tell you why. Okay. <laughs> so listen, man. Me and Stroud go back a long time. Way back. Man. Like we we kind of came in the game around the same time. Like right. when I first got to Atlanta, which might have been like '05, '06. Yep. Around that time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And Stroud was what you might have been an intern or something. I was definitely putting up posters in the streets. That's what it was, man. And so I used to go over. This was back when like Nard B, Stroud, all them boys was basically. Like intern slash engineer slash just hustling over at Grand Hustle like yeah, yeah. they like they they hadn't had they, they wasn't quite household names yet. I knew it was coming though because they was in the studio with everybody like all the all the Grand Hustle cats was fucking them like like little bros and big bros type shit. But but I just remember you know because I was I was out hustling too. I was just you yeah. know I'd walk around with a camera. Yeah. I, I, niggas didn't even know I was doing beats. We didn't even I was know. Always, always in the studio with a camera, man, just trying to. Find my way into the into the lick, man. But I connected with these boys. We all had something in common. And next thing you know, you just look up, Stroud out here dropping these bangers. Next thing you know, non B, they take off out. Yeah, they killing it, right? They killing it, bro. Yeah. So this is this is really dope for me, man, to see this to have this happen right now, man. So thank you for coming to the show, bro. I appreciate you having What's me. Up? For sure. you. So where are you from originally? Right here, born and raised in Atlanta. Nice, nice. Who are your uh, influences musically growing up? Man, for real, I really don't know, man, because I have so many, man. Like, I, man, some of everybody, man, for real. Like, I love music, so, I mean, you know, my influence came from from anything, you know, from every, everybody, you know. And that's something because it makes sense because going over your discography earlier today, your production is like, it's a wide range. 
you know, it don't have like one particular sound. And some stuff sound trappy, other stuff sound like orchestral with all kind of instruments. And it's like, wow, I'm like, am I on the right? You know, did did I get to somebody else's SoundCloud by accident? No, it's just produced by (laughs) Stroud. Right. So I could see like the diversity in there. So where did you think that came from? Just from listening to different stuff? Um, I mean, just kind of, you know, just understanding and loving music. When you love music, like, you know, you're not going to get trapped in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, I mean, that's really just where it came from. Um, you know, I, I, I've always loved, I've loved R&B, I've loved rap, I've loved country, I've loved gospel, I've loved everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a genre of music that I didn't try to listen to. Yeah. So, as a producer, I always felt like if you're going to be a be a, a producer, you need to be able to do everything. Like Quincy Jones, like, he was orchestrating big bands. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? So, right, yeah. At the end of the day, like, if we're going to produce, we got to produce. That's right. For so, sure. you know, that's yeah. where, that's where that's it dope. came from, really. Yeah. So how'd you get into production? Did you, did you grow up playing any, in, any instruments? Or? So I grew up playing drums. Okay. I grew up playing drums. And, uh, like, man, I was working at Delta. Okay. And, um, and a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine, Atiba Jones, is a producer. Actually, a friend of mine, uh, my best friend, Justin Gilbert. He actually he's um he plays keys for uh, Justin Timberlake right now right okay. mm. so um he was working on a project okay. he was working on like one of his first albums and okay. um this other producer Atiba Jones uh, was working with him okay. and uh, we went to the studio one night and I was like man you know what I'm about to quit Delta and I quit the next day and just said I'm a producer for now and that's how I started. That's dope. Can you talk to us about that transition. Like, did you struggle at all? Oh, did I struggle? <laughs> <laughs> I struggle. Like, man, that was the that was the dumbest move I ever did. But, but that was the smartest move I ever did too. But like, right. Like, it's funny because like when I'm talking to people and you know people are like, man, I'm about to quit my job. I'm like, for what? Right. Are you stupid? What are you quitting right. for? They right. Like, well, right. You said you quit. Right. Like, yeah, I did, but. <laughs> I want to get my job back after two weeks. <laughs> Shoot, you go a few days without eating, but Facts. <laughs> you get real. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I mean, man, one of the, one of the things I love about you, man, is um, I always see you out. You know, like I know, I know you do your, I know you do your grind in the studio. You you stay working on beats, but something I always noticed about you, man, was you always. Uh, are out networking, man. Like, I mean, I've been to the hoodest shit on the south side, to the yeah. most swanky shit in Buckhead, yeah. and I run into you. I mean, man, you gotta, you gotta be out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, Three Stacks told us you don't move your feet wet, you don't eat. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. So, what are we know, talking about, man? Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, that's what that's what it is. Like, you know, uh, from the money to the south side to the like you said, to the matches and, and, and bucket, like yeah. they all, all that money spend the same. It's so do man. I want all of it. That's right, bro. Ooh, we, I like that. Yeah, I, I like that, man. Yeah, that's dope. So, uh, like relationships, man. Can you talk to us about that? Because I know that like. You're one of the most respected guys out here. Like everybody, yeah, man. Everybody man, knows. Somebody, you, I, I gave you a dollar early to say you, that. You did, you did. I took that dollar. You go, but I mean, matter of fact, that, ain't that how you kind of tagged yourself? Everybody knows Stroud. Yeah. So, like, I right, so when. All right, so the way that ended up even coming about, man, like, for real, like, um, when I first got to Grand Hustle, um, they put me and another guy, um, Billy, they put us together, and our production team was called Two Band Geeks, right? And uh, we did, like, all the, like, the Young L.A. stuff, the Black Boy, White Boy. We was doing all that kind of stuff, right. right? And um, and Billy kind of just, you know how it is when you're in the music industry, sometimes you can fall out of love with music. 
Right. He fell out of love with music for a second. I was yeah. like, man, I don't think I want to do it no more. So that just left me out there. Mm. It left me out there. You know, Tip and Doug and everybody said, you know, Clay, everybody said, well, what you going to do? I want to keep producing. So they said, cool. So, you know, we was uh, thinking about, like, production tags and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Doug was telling me, man, I'm being in New York and I'm at this office and how does exec know you? And, right. And, you know, Clay said, man, I'm over in the hood and this person know you. And somebody said, man, this person know you. So, and then, you know, after a while I started being a thing, like, man, everybody know you, bro. So, you know, I was uh, I was listening to the radio and uh, my engineer champ was riding in, uh, it was a uh, Travis Porter record came on. Mm. He said, everybody know Strap. And champ was like, man, that's your tag. Everybody know Strap. There it is. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to see what Run Doug that. And, yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm going to see what Doug and Tip say about it. And yeah. yeah. When I told them, they was like, you know what? That's you. That's because everybody, no matter where we go, yeah. Like we'd be in the office and somebody always asks, Hey, how's Stroud doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like, How do you even know these people? That's what I'm saying, man. I feel the same way, bro. That's that's <laughs> it's real about that. It's real about you that's on that tip, up, man. man. Uh so when you so you came in, man, like you from the A, you made your way in the grand hustle, man. Like, how did you build those how did you build it though? Like Um, I mean, I, I realized for real, man, like you know, I, I start trying to think about life and think about like, um, you know, how different people make it in life. Mm-hmm. And I start realizing that, you know, CEOs of companies, they had these big major companies and then they hire their homeboys. So I realized like sometimes people not even qualify for, for positions. Yeah. But because of their relationship with somebody, that's how it they go. keep them in the game. And, you know, I've always been told, don't burn these bridges. So I just, once you start really. Once, once, once you quit your job, and you go a few, few days without eating, and your your car break down, or you know, say so you run out of gas, you start thinking about different things. That's right. And so I start thinking like, man, these relationships are very important. Yeah. So you know, it would be situations where Jason Jeter would have me playing records for people, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm in a room playing records for people, like for G. Robinson, right? And at the end of the day, that's a relationship. Doug told me when I first started, he said, man, if you be seen but not heard, like, you're going to get somewhere. So I always want to be seen but not really heard. You know what I mean? That's and right. From there. Facial recognition, all exactly. that work. So, you know, at the end of the day, it was a situation where you shake their hand, you Jason G to bring you in the room, they don't know who you are. That's all they know is, yo. You came guy, in with Jason. <laughs> yeah, my guy just came in with this. But this guy, you know what I mean? Free game, bro. So at the end of the day, they didn't know who I was. Right. But yeah. but but that visual cosign exactly. was so important, it made you important. Exactly. Immediately. Exactly. Yeah. So I realized that, and I realized, like, all right, cool, when I'm in the streets, I need to shake these hands. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm in the rooms with them. If I shake the hands in the room, I'm not going to do it when I see them in the streets. That's right, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And um, just realizing, man, a smile and, and a handshake can go a long way. Come on, bro. Free game for yeah. real up in this thing. Free game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we like to ask, like, if you could give your younger self any advice, like, would you do anything differently? What would the one thing be? Um, I would put out more records. I would put out more music. I wouldn't, I wouldn't chase the money. Where I messed up at yes. my first beat I ever sold was for twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. While the mo- while your average producer, the first beat he ever sells is like. 15, 20 dollars. Like, yeah. he begging somebody to buy this beat. Right. I didn't beg nobody to buy my first beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, to be honest, 
I was I was kind of like, yo, like y'all giving me this much money, right? Like twenty five dollars, like that was a lot of money to me at the time. Yeah, like, no, no doubt. You know what I mean? So, um, I would I would invest into artists and and tell them like, yo, don't worry about this money, put this record out, because if it's a hit record, it's a hit record. Yeah. So those records that I probably did four five years ago that took all my hard drive that <laughs> could have been probably a hit that you know, so could have made me some some more money. Right. Right, so, you know, was that the thinking behind your uh, like your EPs or projects you put out, like the? Um, you know what? To be honest, the EPs and, and, and stuff like that, like that's all. It's been like a lot of my friends just saying, "Yo, I want to do this or do that," and like me, I feel like if somebody gonna believe in me enough to do it, then let them do it. Yeah, you know. Right. So, um, you know, that's that's how all those really came about. Okay, like those not like me personally just put the project out. It's, like DJs and friends saying, yo, I want to do this, I want to do this. And they'll just take records that I had come out, put it on another, just repackage it up. Nice. Right, yeah. Nice, nice. Nice dope, man. Now, before we uh, officially started recording, we were talking about your work with uh, Young Dro. Yeah. And he's one of my favorites. And my he's favorite one of too, your man. favorites yeah. as well. Yeah. And he's so creative. I was asking about producing. What is it like producing him? And, uh, you know, what do y'all got coming up? So, producing Dro is like, to me, like, Man, it's, it's, it's a crazy experience, man, because... Because I got a lot of work together. Yeah, we do, we do a lot of stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you ever heard somebody can rap so good, <laughs> he make you cry? <laughs> yeah, like, so. You'll be in there crying, like... Because <laughs> yeah. Dro, like, sometimes he'll bring them songs out with that pain and yeah. emotion. Yeah, yeah, He'd be like, man, bro, you just rap too good, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember one song, man, he... he he killed it so bad I called my mama like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing his soul like you know what I'm saying like but uh but yeah man like Dro man he's incredible man like he's somebody that I, me personally I would put him up against Jay Z to rap yeah I know a lot of people will fight me about saying nah that, I, w- I wouldn't I think he that dope he too he can rap man he can rap mm-hmm. for he sure can rap. you know really 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 the whole whole Grand Hustle Hustle Gang squad everybody over there is incredible they fire man right you know what I mean everybody's over there incredible like you know and you know, like I said, Dro's my guy. We we about to work on some new projects. Nice. We got a new project we get ready to work on. And, uh, nice. And yeah, you know, and it's funny. I actually just got Dro now into writing. I don't know if I'm supposed to tell him, but he's writing for other artists now too. Yeah. Nice. So right. If you hear any verses that any sound verses like Dro, some, it yeah, might sound like Dro. <laughs> might have wrote it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, do you are you uh, into songwriting as well, or do you just uh, um, so produce? with songwriting, man? Um, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I don't write whole songs. Yeah. I, you know, I give, I give some good lines, one or two little lines, give my input. But I'm yeah. big on, I'm, I'm big on making sure a song is is solid and yeah. making sure the writing is solid. Like I've always wanted to, um, I've always had songwriters around me. Yeah. Um, just because I feel like uh, without without these words, then I just have an instrumental. Facts. And I'm not out here selling instrumentals. I'm not right. out here selling the instrumental CDs. I'm not selling the jazz album. Yeah, we selling records with right. songs. With people on nice. so, yeah. you know, for me, I can't get a young Dro in the studio every day. I can't get a Ti in the studio every day. Yeah. Sometimes they got to go out and do shows and be on the road. But guess what? When they come back, I'm like, yo, they go ten records. I just had these writers write. Listen to these. Tell mm-hmm. me what y'all think. You know, um, I mean, same thing. Just any artist. You know what I mean? Not just my Grand Hustle family, just with any artist. Like, you send the records out to these A&Rs and all that kind of stuff. A lot of times, they want songs. They don't want... They do, right. They don't want just a beat production. Right, for sure. So, you know, 
That's yeah, 90% of the placements I ever got were song based. They did I hardly ever just sent a beat and it just worked. Yeah. That only happens when you got the opportunity to like be in a room with a with an artist. Then the beat makes sense cuz that cuz then the songwriting process is about to take place. But yeah. but usually yeah, send them just a the beat. They yeah, like one both do it. Then. You know and then you know it just it just works out better cuz even if um a lot of times even if the artist doesn't want that song because you had something on there, it inspired them to do something. That's right. So, like, even maybe they didn't take the song, but guess what? Because the stuff that was on there now, oh, I know what to do on this. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, you can pass yeah. that idea on. Exactly. They yeah. say, I know what to do on it, and at least they're going to record, because at the end of the day, the goal is for them to record to your project. Right. I mean, record to your song. Right. To your beat, and hopefully put the song out. Yeah. That's right. Perfect game. Yeah. Yep. How do you um, develop that trust with your artists? We talked about this before we started recording as well about you producing Young Dro again and how you have trust with him but you know and how he doesn't let, let a lot of producers produce him how do you like develop that kind of trust with an artist well, with Dro um, with Dro you know I mean developing the trust with Dro for real is, I, I'll just say not even Dro anybody at Hustle Gang you have to understand that this is years upon years of mm. like relationships you know and like you know when we talk about hustle game. We talk about the tips and the bros and all those people. I I look at those people like my brothers for real. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know we we've, we've all been through so much together. So uh, you know, after a while, it's it's kind of a little. It's a situation like that's my little brother, and I, he said this is this is good. So I'm gonna try I'm gonna try something for him. You know, because of our relationship of that brotherly situation. Um, but with just any other artist. Um, the way I would, the way I get the trust with other artists is more so just letting them hear and see what a project or what a song could be. Okay. I've had plenty of artists that, uh, just rappers. I say, yo, let's try to do some harmonies. Like, if you singing on auto-tune, like, come on, if you sing, you might as well try to do, if you're going to be an R&B artist, be an R&B artist. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so if you gonna, if you going to do it, let's try to do some harmonies. So, you know, I show them, like, hey, you can do that. And what I do is I sit there. If it takes 30 minutes to get this one note right, that's cool because once people hear it on the record, it's going to be that much more magical. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. What, uh, without giving away your sauce, but like what kind of like uh, hardware and software you like to use? I mean, look, man, I give everything away, man. When, when a producer comes to me and says, Stroud, can I have some sounds? I tell him, pull out his hard drive and I give him my whole hard drive. Hey, come on, man. That's you know what, what I'm talking about. Like, at the end of the day, the way I, the way I use my snare, he gonna use the snare totally different. That's and at right. At the end of the day, I feel like when producers don't look out like that, they ain't yep. doing nothing but holding music back. Yeah, yeah. They holding yep. the culture yep. back. And um, you know, I don't, I don't know, cause I wasn't, I wasn't there back then. I was definitely wasn't even born. But I'm pretty sure when, when your Marvin Gaye's and your Stevie Wonders and your Donny Hathaways when they was creating that stuff, they weren't selfish with each other. I don't know, but that's how I feel. Yeah, no, nah, music needs to be shared, man. It's meant to be shared, I feel like right? It's meant to be shared in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know. But I use Logic, man. I use Logic. Hey. Uh, and, uh... Boo. Logic, <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely a Logic user. I, I, I love That's Logic, dope. man. Um, Logic, send me a check. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But, um, but nah, that's really... That's the real only thing I use, man. Of course, when I'm... When I'm recording vocals, I'm using um, Pro Tools. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I love using all the Universal Audios. Yeah, you know? sure. Um, so, like, my... I definitely got a UA preamp, and I do have an Avalon also. Nice. But, um, I mean, just, man, like, for real, 
crazy part, man, and this is gonna sound so cocky, man, but for real, if it make a sound, I'm gonna try to use it. You gotta use it, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I know most producers are probably coming. Oh man, whatever, whatever. Man, I be trying to beat on the wall. I try to do everything because, you know, it's just about a vibe. Yeah, Facts. as long as it's just a vibe, then I'm gonna try it. Right. That's dope. Sure. So, how do you promote? Do you have like management? How do you, how do you promote yourself out here? Well, see, that's the that's the funny part. I don't really try to promote myself. Um, I don't really try to promote myself. Uh, and the reason I don't is because I'm actually a very shy guy. So, like, you know, like, when I see somebody, like, when I see somebody, I'm like, hey, what's up, Stroud? People don't even know me. I'd be, like, cringing on this side. Oh, what do I do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm a very shy guy, so it's hard for me to promote myself. That's the producer's creed, bro. We all that way, bro. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what, man? Uh, all right. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, uh, you know, I, I got a guy named Jason Billy. He has this thing called Pro Level um, Pro Level Photography, and uh, it's a branding situation. And, okay. Uh, so he does, like, amazing stuff. Like, he does, like, quotes. And he knows I don't really like taking pictures, so he'll catch me at time and take a picture and I'm yeah. like oh man when did you even take that picture you know like he's just amazing at that kind of stuff okay so the branding part is really the my guy uh Jason Jason Billy and so I believe he might be on Instagram it might be like pro level photography I'm, that's what I'm gonna just say okay yeah because yeah, your Instagram looks very intentional. Like, yeah. it's really dope. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it does. That's what's up. That's what's up. Jason be doing his thing. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, let everybody know where they can follow you at on all social media. Um, so you can find me on Tinder. You can find me on <laughs> Christian <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Yeah, I'm man. playing. Come on. <laughs> I'm playing around. But it's uh, it's at everybody no Stroud for everything. Okay. Any any social media thing is at everybody no Stroud. Matter of fact, my email address, at everybody no Stroud at Gmail. Nice, nice. Well, we, this is a double interview, but, but we got something else? Well, I was just going to ask, man, do you collab? Do you, uh, you know? Listen, man, I do everything. That's what If it is. they want to work. Matter of fact, I, we want me to tell you, you want me to tell you, when when I was asked, hey, can you come on the podcast? Do you want to know what I said? What's that? What did I say? Uh, yeah, if, if you do a beat collab with me. Come there on, man, let's go. It's so, done. Will Power, you next, man. We got to collab. You get a beat collab by everybody in this room. Let's you do it. Know, let's man. do it. I'm with it, man. <laughs> I'm with it. I love music. I want to do it. Do it all. I'm just, you know, from a, from a homie place, man. I'm really glad you came through, man. You man, know. I'm glad I'm seeing all this stuff, man. You got fabric on the wall, man. Come you on, got, man. I'm trying to come up. <laughs> Look at this wood on the wall. We baby. come from the same thing, bro. You know how yeah. it was, man. Grand Hustle really inspired me before yeah. before I really got in the business the way I wanted to be. I used to go there, and that's what I was doing. I was learning. I saw how Jason them ran the studio. I saw how all the homies was working. You know, I'm from the country. I came up from South Carolina, so. Pulling up on this, and you know, I, my eyes was big. You know, uh, at the time we had the big homie. I think we was working with Alpha Mega at the time. Yeah, so, he was man, killing Alpha stuff. And I just was, you know, luckily I didn't know him that well, but he brought me in to come meet everybody. And all I did was make friends out of yeah. all these boys. So yeah. I was. You know what's crazy? We would see him with the camera, right? And then was, uh, they was like, "Yeah, Will, you know, Will Power is booking the session." So I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And uh, came in, we heard him making beats. It was like. <laughs> bro, you make beats. Like, it was so hard. We was all like, everybody was upstairs. We was like, hey man, go downstairs, and check. So we was all peeking in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, like trying to see if that was him doing that, if yeah. it was somebody else. <laughs> nice. We was like, man, what in the world? Like, bro, what you doing with that camera, man? It like, took a long time to even get up enough nerve to play beats in there, though, because all of them was so fire. I'm serious, man. These was all the brothers, man. I would come in, we just hang out in the kitchen and yeah. shit, just 
Yeah. So yeah, this means a lot, man, that you came through, bro. Like, That's and I, up, I think man. the dopest part about it is that we both seen some some success here. Yeah, definitely. And I know it's just the beginning of what we doing, man. Definitely. So, but we gonna make this lock in happen. Now that you done been here, yeah. I can't, they ain't I'm coming to the lock in. I'm coming dog. to the lock in. Let's get it. I want to produce with everybody. I want to. I want to produce a record on everybody. Everything. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna tell you what. Here go the invite right here on the air. We doing. I'm doing a writing camp okay. on the eighth, ninth, and tenth this month. I'm sorry, uh, February. Okay. So next weekend. I'm here. We're going to hit you, pull up. It's going to be like 30, 40 writers in here. I'm here as long as I can use Logic. Oh, you can use Logic. <laughs> I used to be on Logic. I'm just a hater now. I'm on Ableton. They be hating around here. I'm oh, on Ableton. Ableton next is the truth, though. Let's go. Ableton is the way. Come on then, man. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, like I, can't, I can't front. I might end up putting Logic down for I'm going to tell you. Oh, so, no. Okay, so listen. Just this producer no, seriously. talk. Okay. This producer yeah. talk. Because I was on Logic for 15 years. Y'all know that. That's yep. what I was doing. You know? right. I would not break Logic, bro. Yeah. Until I saw somebody who used to use Logic showed me how to use Ableton. Now I'm just like, I love Logic, but Ableton does everything that Logic did three steps faster. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps telling me. That's it. And other than that, it's all good. Like, you know what I'm saying? I still miss like some of the built built in stuff. Like I don't got the EVP eighty eight. I missed that little keyboard that was on that thing. It's some sounds that Logic had that I was just like, damn. But you can still open them up and get them out of there if you need yeah, to. Of so that ain't nothing. Yeah. So yeah, man, but let's do this, man. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Awesome next. We always ask this. Uh sometimes I forget but I want to ask a top five producers before you get out of here. Uh top five producers. Off top of your head. Top top uh, five. <laughs> Tiba Jones, Keith Mack. Ooh. Um, DJ Toomp. Yes. Sure. Shawty Red. Timberland. Nice. Come on, man. Bye. Stroud, thank you so much for we coming got, to the show. We got two I thought y'all was going to ask me some hard questions. We do. Yeah. That's it. We do. Yeah. Yeah. I thought y'all was going to ask me some hard questions. Y'all ain't <laughs> ask me that. <laughs> That's all we five favorite rappers. Dro, 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 and Dro. Yeah. <laughs> and Diddy, too. Diddy, send me a check. Come on with it. <laughs> like, this is our producer. We don't we don't get into, like, silly stuff. This is our information. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Producer, you know. Mm. You know, so we just want to get good information. And, we, and you, we have some, a lot of game. If y'all listening, I hope y'all got a lot of game because he was dropping some gems on y'all, for real, for real. Oh, for real? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. For all of us, I see how London looked at you with a couple questions. Like, oh, you know, we all when we interview, we get game as well as the audience does. Like I yeah. get a lot of game. I mean, man, you know how it go, bro. We all in this, and we still students. Yeah, yeah. Of course, so of course. the way I look at this is, you know, for every producer we've ever spoken to on this show, it's like they come in with their own set of set of rules. They all got their own stories. It's a lot of similarities, but the truth is, you know, what I'm saying, like. We was in the same building, Definitely. experiencing the shit differently. Definitely, but it still came out successful. It yeah, still yeah, yeah, is yeah. what it is. So, yeah. that, that's what this is about. Yeah, you might be, you might hear something that resonate with you, you know, or, or might be similar. That's why I always ask, where you from? You know, what are your influences? Because somebody might hear something that is similar to they come up when, when they were coming up. So. You know what? I got to take back on one of my producer situations. I got to put Dr. Dre in there somewhere. Don't throw him in there. Dr. So Dre is. Three of the five on the wall. Yeah. Dr. Dre is like next level. Yeah. That's yeah. next level. And, and you know what? It's funny. I hate I even named because, like, it's so many people that I'm, like, big fans of. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like, so many people. I'm just yeah. a nerd. I like lists. I'm, a, I'm one of them nerdy people that, like, make them lists all the time. So I just yeah. I expect what you yeah. It's all good, man. I Let's dig it. it. I dig it. So, yeah. So we're going to see you this weekend. Of course. There it is.
Shit, free, free game. game. My man. Peace.